We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hello, this is Kits and Wagers. We're talking game week 33 in the Premier League. I am Adam Zedroik, joined by Chris Owen. Chris, welcome to the show. Congrats to Liverpool advancing to the semifinals play. Yes, world power, Virail. Yes, thank you. It's good to be back. Uh, this is another short week here. But uh, yeah, we enjoyed some really good, some electric Champions League matches the last two days, including Real Madrid versus Chelsea yesterday, and then Villarreal just making it out alive against Bayern Munich. And then today we had uh, what was what I thought was one of the more entertaining 0-0 draws you're going to watch in Atletico Madrid and Manchester City. And then we had a nice 3-3 draw between Liverpool with a game never really quite out of out of sight for Benfica. They still kind of had a chance till the end and, and had like what was three goals chalked off or offsides. But yeah, great games. We're back. Liverpool, you know, got a decent result over the weekend. And then both City and uh, Liverpool were able to, again, advance to the uh, Champions League semifinal. So going to be another tight weekend for us here with the FA Cup and then some EPL matches. But I'm excited to get back into it. Yeah, I had a terrible week of Beer League, but I hit, I hit some Champions League bets. I almost, I almost had a really good week. I, I lost on... I, I had a I did a bunch a big parlay for days and today I had Man City and I had draw for the Liverpool match and with under in the Man City match I also put Man City to win it was like I don't know, it was something like nine hundred and it, it lost fortunately but uh, I, I have here up on the screen our sports betting page. Rotowire.com. I got the Europa League. I didn't plan on talking about it, but uh, does anything stand out to you? Just looking at this Europa League odds here, we got Lyon at home against West Ham, Atalanta, Leipzig. I mean, we've got some good matchups. Barcelona, Frankfurt, Rangers, Braga. Anything stand out here? That uh, Rangers-Braga match is kind of interesting. Braga coming out of Portugal. I, there was just a really cool feature in the Athletic about their youth setup and how they've basically – they continue to invest like a ton of 
their overall revenue back into their youth setup, whether it's like, uh, you know, setting up different programs for the train uh, for the kids and stuff like that. But so I'm interested by that one too. And then um, Rangers, you know, they've advanced well beyond what we probably expected them to make it to. And that's uh, you're getting decent odds. Our Rangers are at home. They're the bottom team. Yeah. Rangers are home. They're down one nil in the tie. Yeah. I think, I mean, you see brought me, I mean, a Braga plus 280 is what I'm seeing there. So uh, if I'm reading that yeah. correctly. That yeah, would I mean, be these, are, these are just full 90-minute uh, bets. So it's yeah. not like to advance or anything. Yeah. But that, that's one I would consider. I, I like that matchup. And, I mean, Atalanta, Leipzig are probably is the, probably the biggest matchup of the four matches here and the most even. Yeah. I mean, there's odds. Anything, are, that, uh, anything that's tripping your trigger, Adam? Yeah, I was just gonna say. I think I'm looking at the results. Through the uh, outside of the the Braga one nil, the other three all finished one one in the first leg. So you got that uh, in play there. Obviously, Barcelona is a big favorite. Uh, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised here. West Ham, you know, away from home against Lyon, but uh, you know, why not two thirty to get West Ham to win? It's not like Lyon are a dominant team by by any means. So I think. I feel like West Ham got a red card in the first leg. Um, and maybe that was something else I'm thinking of. But, oh, no, a card in the fifth minute, and then West Ham managed to score, and then they gave up a goal, so it was 1-1. So, I mean, if they could uh, draw with a man down, I think they can win on level terms. So, uh, West Ham plus 230. But... Uh, we get to Premier League here, and before we get to the cup, the uh, our specialty of today's show. But Premier League, it's not the best weekend, so that's what kind of why we're talking FA Cup. But it's uh, we got six matches this weekend, and we're starting with Tottenham Brighton. It's uh, I don't know, I don't know what they should we got minus one eighty five for Tottenham to win, three draw, plus five hundred for Brighton to win. Over two and a half goals, minus 115. Under two and a half goals, minus 105. So Tottenham are just running through everyone right now. You're picking them to win? And how many goals are you picking them to win by? I think, I mean, I, I think that we got we to gotta look at the two teams form. Brighton, on one hand, have been terrible. Over, the, I mean, they did just win. They did just beat Arsenal. But prior to that, they... I don't think they had won in their last eight matches. Meanwhile, Tottenham have won, I think, five straight. They're scoring goals by the boatload. I think I looked prior to this, and they have, they've been in, in their last seven Premier League games. There's been more than four goals or more in six of those matches. And then, on the other hand, Brighton, prior to the 2-1 win over Arsenal last weekend, they hadn't scored a goal in seven matches, which is pretty crazy. Six of, out of a, six of seven. It was six of six seven. Of seven. Yeah, yeah, which they is just at like, Newcastle in the last. Yeah, just a team struggling to score, and then they go out and score two against Arsenal, who have been pretty solid defensively. So, what what gives here? Is it Brighton? You know, they 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 scored two last weekend. They are feel confident enough to put the ball back in the net. Tottenham on the on the other hand are also you know they're putting the ball in by the boatload. What you know are we looking at the over here? Or uh, would you think that just Brighton's style of play kind of slows this one up and, and kind of like gums up the the gears, if you will, and uh, forces this one to go with the under? I think I'm going like Tottenham minus one and a half. 
because I, I don't want to touch the the over. I mean, you could just because of how many goals Tottenham are scoring, but like this, this is a type of match I could go two 0 which is which is kind of the worry. So these teams have actually played twice recently. Tottenham, they, they, it was a rescheduled match, and this reverse fixture was basically a month ago. It was two nil. Tottenham won at Brighton, and like you look at those numbers, I, I think I was on Brighton in that because this was before Tottenham you know, really had things going, but they had 2.95 expected goals. Brighton only had 0.93, and this was at Brighton. It was 2-0. And then in the F Cup a month before that, it was 3-1. So, I mean, you take that into account, and it's like, why don't you just bet uh, Tottenham minus one and a half here? I'm, uh, I'm trying to find the odds here. It looks like just because it's Wednesday, I, I'm having trouble finding it. You can get Tottenham minus one at minus 105. So you're going to be getting plus odds if you take minus one and a half. I think they can win by two just with the way they're playing. And like you said, with Brighton's form, I'm not sold on Brighton's form. Like they dominated Norwich, okay, and then they, they beat Arsenal, who were down a couple players. So uh, I'm sticking with Tottenham, and I – probably wouldn't uh won't touch the the over under do you do you take anything into account where this is the third time that they're going to play in three months Tottenham's won the first two matches do you think brighton's got it you know like this is the third time they've seen them do you think that has any effect on on brighton being able to like all right well, we can game plan this we've seen this twice in two months we we dropped a 3-1 game and a 2-0 game you know, we can come out and try to game plan for that and, and try to bounce back for the third match in as many months. Logically, maybe uh, you could say that, but I mean, you just get Tottenham's results and like they're just they're just running up the score on everyone. Yeah. And Brighton, I, I just feel like uh, the way that Brighton play maybe isn't the best way to play against Tottenham because they're Brighton's kind of kind of like having the ball a little more. I mean, they, they are, you know, a smaller team, but they're a team that like to control possession a little more. But then you want, when you lose possession and Tottenham seem to be just destroying teams on the counter. And when that happens, you also got Tottenham at home. I, I don't, I mean, I guess if Brighton played some kind of different style, they, they threw in, they used a lineup against Arsenal that they haven't used all season. They played Wepu, they played Caicedo. So, I mean, they got those guys in there and maybe like that's the secret formula using guy using a lineup. They haven't used all season. Maybe that's one. Uh, but I, I just don't think that that's, that's going to be the ultimate key to stopping what is, you know, an inform hurricane inform Sunning Monk. Sun Hung Min, and then uh, I guess informed Dejan Kulishaki. So you got all those guys, and yeah, I, I'll, I'll side with Tottenham. I mean, sure, maybe maybe Tottenham go cold, but just given how they're playing, I, I can't do it. Yeah, I'm following. I'm following that. Given what you said, and you know, you said you know Sun, whether it's Sun Kane or Kulishaki, who have like been in fuego, <laughs> they can't stop scoring goals. They've been involved in, in, you know, what they it's like pretty much four to five goals a game the last few few weeks here. I think that I would personally opt for the over two and a half goals at minus 115. A, because of what I said about Tottenham scoring a million goals. And then B, in four of the past six matches that uh, where Tottenham and Brighton have played, there's been at least three goals. So, you know, you got two factors coming in there. And I think I would go, you know, minus 115, decent odds. I think over two and a half is, is something to look at for this match. Yeah, I mean that's that'd be leaning on 
definitely. It's still the the two no results, and I don't know. It's I would lean an over. That's that's what I'll say. So we got another one here. We got the relegation battle. Uh, let me let me look at the table here before getting to these odds. So we got <laughs> Watford at home against Brentford. Watford sitting at twenty two points, thirty one matches. This is getting it's getting kind of tight, but Everton got that pretty big win against Manchester United last week, and so all these teams are four points behind. Burnley, Watford, Norwich are four points behind Everton. So Watford and Brentford no longer in delegation. They've turned things around, but it is you can't can't ignore that Brentford are they've been getting goal differential away from home uh, compared to negative one at home, but. Getting to the ads, we got Watford plus 190 to win, Brentford plus 160, and then the draws plus 220. Over two and a half goals plus 110, under two and a half goals minus 140. I know who I like here, but it, are are you going to be going with Watford here? Do you think uh, Watford can take this? I don't, I don't think they can. Brentford have been playing really well lately. They've won four or five. I think Brentford have kind of figured it out a little bit here the last month, and uh, I think I would go with them. They are on the road, so that it makes me a little bit weary, but plus 160 for Brentford, I think that's good enough for me to, to go with them. I don't. You probably can't get anything good on double chance just because of how close they are, but, uh, you, you know, minus 125 on Brentford, so still good enough to be like, okay, you know, draw, give my money back. If, if they happen to win, you know, minus 125, still pretty good odds there. So I think I'd lean on Bradford myself. Yeah, I mean, I feel like plus 160 is, is pretty good just just because of the way that Brentford are playing right now. I mean, I did give out that their their record away from home, the, the negative goal differential, but, I mean, you throw that 4-1 win at Chelsea, you throw that 3-1 win at Norwich in their last two, I guess they, they, all, they also lost to Leicester in there, but still, I mean, they got those two wins in there, and it just seems like – they're it's in the beginning of the season they they played well I'll say and I, I feel like uh, Thomas Frank was always coming out saying we play we overplayed this the other team we outplayed the other team and we just couldn't score that was the problem now it seems like they're outplaying the other team but since Erickson came to the lineup now they're actually scoring so you throw the, you throw that in there plus six and I think the question is like. How much? What is Watford even going to look like? Because you know they just lost at home last match three 0 against Leeds. They really haven't looked good. Uh, like they have that random win at South Southampton in there, but I mean they really have been not very good uh, to close the season here. So they also uh, I don't think they're going to Jordanes. He got hurt last week. I believe it was a muscle injury. So. Probably he's been one of their best guys, so he may be out. You throw that in there. I, I, like Brentford, and you're getting plus 160 on him. So. Yeah, and that win over Southampton, I mean, Southampton's been playing pretty pretty bad lately too. I think they haven't won in a bit. But, um, yeah, I, I think uh, just Brentford won the tie earlier, earlier this year. They won 2-1 when they were playing at home. I think, you know, as you mentioned, Chris, the addition of Christian Eriksen has been really big for them, that final ball, and now they're scoring goals. They just scored four goals on one of the better back lines in the Premier League in Chelsea, and it's not like Watford are 
you know, super talented <laughs> defensively either. So <laughs> I, I think, uh, you know, I think I'd lean Brentford here. You're getting plus odds um, on the road. So I'm a little bit weary of that, but you know, if you want to go draw no bet, kind of hedge your bet or go with a little safer route, you're still getting minus 125. I probably, I mean, I guess this is another match, right? I almost don't even want to touch the under because it screwed me last week. I had a bet with uh, both teams not to score for the Watford match. And they actually, wait, they, I had it. It was both teams to score, no draw. They lost 3-0. So they couldn't score at home against what had been pretty bad leads back line. So, you know, there's, that always leaves a chance of, you know, what if Brentford win and then it's 2-0 because Watford can't score it because they suck. So, like, <laughs> that's that's just one of the reasons I, I kind of don't want to touch the over-under here and just, just focus on Brentford have been the better team, so just bet them to win because you're getting plus odds on it. So Yeah, that, that, uh, I definitely wouldn't hit the over-under on this one. I don't know what to expect out of it. Plus one time, two and a half. Uh, yeah. That's too close to call for me. All right. Before we get to FA Cup, uh, we have any thoughts on these Sunday Premier League matches? We got Castle Leicester, West Ham Burnley. I guess my best bet will be that in that Newcastle match. So, you got any thoughts for the, for the West Ham match against Burnley? Minus, no, only cu- minus 140 to win against Burnley. Yeah, now I'm curious what your best bet is before I start to, to uh, spew off some stuff about that this line. But uh, yeah, I was I was surprised to see Newcastle such a heavy favorite against Leicester. They're pretty much they're pretty close on the table, I believe. Um, yeah, Leicester. I guess Leicester's ninth. Newcastle's you know they've got six points on them. So, but I just I don't get why they're plus one twenty five and Leicester's double that at plus you know plus two thirty. So I think we're getting a lot, a lot of respect to Newcastle in that one that I'm not necessarily so sure that it's like super deserved but that's probably my own my only take on these two games Burnley West Ham you know two different two teams that are like pretty close to the same color ish you know? <laughs> that's about all I've got on that one um Burnley fighting for it and then um I think it was was it Burnley or Watford that's got a, I think it was Watford that's got a really tough uh no no I'm sorry going back to Arsenal Tottenham Arsenal's got a really uh really tough um Running so sorry, mix that up. But I'm I'm steering away from Burnley West Ham. Don't know what to expect there. West Ham playing on a short week, but I am surprised at Newcastle's um, that they're so heavily favored in this match. I assume it's because so Leicester are they're in Netherlands. They're playing PSV tomorrow Thursday. I assume because of that, that was a scoreless draw in their first match. That's UECL. And they rotated last week. They rotated a bit. And, I mean, they still beat Crystal Palace. So, they got a bit of travel, and they're rotating guys a little bit. So, that's probably the reason why. I mean, I otherwise, I don't I, I don't know why. <laughs> why is Newcastle a team that's not exactly playing that well right now, and Ryan Frazier is, is injured? Why are they plus 125? I, I don't know. There's not really a reason for it, so. Yeah, it's uh, not quite not quite close yeah. enough for you're getting the double chance at 150 for Leicester there, so not quite close enough to uh, what I would go with on, on taking it. You know, if it was like yeah. minus 130, then I'd be like, Ooh, it's that more is of a draw intriguing. no bet, right? Yeah, yeah, definitely. The draw no bet is at let's see plus, plus 135. 135. Yeah, so 
So that's a, I think that'd be the ticket over definitely over the double chance, but yeah. overall plus two thirty for for Leicester. So interesting and they're you know that's that's what I would really consider these two matches. So FA Cup here, and we have the repeat. We have the repeat of Manchester City against Liverpool. We also have Chelsea at, or not at home, but Chelsea against Crystal Palace. And I put a couple, I wrote a bit about these in my article. It's not up yet. It'll be up Thursday. But I kind of like Chelsea minus one and a half. So they're, they're, they're about as mods as Tottenham from what we talked about earlier, Tottenham against Brighton, but they're minus 125 here. And so you can get Chelsea minus one and a half plus 155. And I think they're the better team. They're going to maybe rebound off of, you know, eliminated from Champions League and Crystal Palace. Well, a good team. Uh, it just seems like they play better at home and this isn't a home match. So kind of take that into account and, you know, Chelsea are a better team and have them win by two goals. Why not? Plus, uh, plus 155. So there you go. Yeah, that is a pretty safe goal or pretty safe bet there. I was looking at their previous matchups and they haven't played in the FA Cup in a little bit here, but, you know, dating back to December of 2018, Chelsea haven't lost to Crystal Palace. They've won one, two eight straight matches over over uh, Crystal Palace. Um, they've dominated them. They won their two matches this season. First one was 3-0 back in August, and then they beat them 1-0 uh, in February. So it's like Chelsea have just gone out and they've taken care of business against Crystal Palace. No reason to believe that they won't do that. They're coming off a pretty heartbreaking result against Real Madrid earlier in the week. I think they kind of bounce back from that and, and kind of spur on to, to make this FA Cup final. So I, I would be intrigued to see if I can find Chelsea within a shutout, um, what you could get those bets, uh, those odds at. But that's uh, what I would consider if I can get good enough odds on it. Um, the one just thing to- I would worry just about, because uh, Chelsea played that extra 30 minutes uh, Tuesday. Mm-hmm. So that, I mean, this is his FA Cup semifinal. So how much rotate, rotation are they going to have in there? But like, I know a guy like Alonzo went 120 minutes, I think. Um, Mason Mount probably went 120 minutes. So, like, are these guys going to be starting again? Maybe because it's a semifinal. But it, that'll be something to check out when the lineups come out. So They, they also get the benefit of they played Tuesday, their matches. Yes, Tuesday to Sunday. Whereas, yeah, so. whereas City and both City and Liverpool played Wednesday and are playing Saturday. So, if it was the if the the script was flipped there, yeah. I would probably go. I would be a little bit more concerned about that. But four days is a pretty pretty fair bit of time, and we That's saw that true. even with both City and Liverpool, um, you know, doing the same thing last week too, where we we still got Mo Salah in the lineup, we still got um, Kevin De Bruyne on, you know, et cetera, et cetera. So it's like that's just enough time for those guys to come back. And despite the extra, you know, half hour that they played, I think I still think we still see a lot of those guys. So speaking of Man City, Liverpool, what do you got in this match? So you had uh, we actually on this podcast we correctly projected the two 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 final it. result. We said it. We said it was going to happen again. That's right. That's what we give to you. I don't know what it was. It was probably, <laughs> it was probably like plus one thousand, something like that. Uh, yeah, I mean, you. I think you mentioned it was like plus nine hundred, plus one thousand around there. But 
Yeah, you had winner draw for Liverpool, then you had over three and a half. Both those hit, and I think both were plus odds. So what are we thinking for this one now? Yeah, interesting enough that over three and a half, is, it actually went up. Uh, I, I think I looked at our sheet from last week, and it was plus 170 over Yeah, it three was like and a half. plus 205 when the game started for some reason. Yeah, yeah. And so, and now this week, I was just looking at it now, and I think that it is. It's back. It went back one down to plus the... 180. Yeah, for the yeah. over three and a half it, plus 180 so you get I, mean, I uh it was it was plus 175 earlier today so it's already moving up yeah so i'm yeah i mean we're we're just like we're blessed <laughs> we're getting this game two two times in six days the game on sunday lived up to the hype and then some you know, we got an awesome, you know, City kind of dominated that first half. Not kind of, they did dominate that first half. Liverpool come back and, and scored an early goal in the in the uh, you know first like 45 seconds of the second half. And then after that, we, you know, Mares could have won it late in the game. You know, we got a, a, another great match. It's going to be tough for this game to live up to that that uh, entertainment that we got on Sunday. But I think, you know, why not? I'm, I'm really intrigued to see what happens with Kevin De Bruyne and Kyle Walker, more specifically De Bruyne than Kyle Walker. I think they can still get somebody to like, you know, Nathan Ake looked really good today. And I think he could potentially fill in on that role, but a Manchester city without De Bruyne, despite how many like really good players I have are not as good as they would be with him in the lineup. You know, he's like one of the, I would say top five player in the world. So if he can bounce back on a really short week, that'll, that'll be good for them. But if without them, I'd feel a little bit better. Obviously, we can't. We're not going to come out of this one without somebody being the winner. So, um, yeah, I don't know. It's it, we're, I'm just excited again to watch it more, most of all. But uh, we'd love to see Liverpool come out and win it. They're plus one ninety. I think they were plus two hundred last week um, against City. So right around the same odds, but we are getting the over with slightly better odds. Yeah. So who are we getting the to advance here? So. I mean, if this match, if it goes 2-2 again, we, we got to play some extra minutes here. So to advance, Man City minus 130, and then Liverpool plus 105. Are you leaning Liverpool if if De Bruyne is out there? If De Bruyne is out, I'm, I bet the, I'm if he If he's out, I, I bet the odds kind of go a little closer to even because yeah. that's definitely going to change some things. Yeah, so if you feel – otherwise, honestly, I think City might come away with this one. It's just like – the only advantage that Liverpool has in this one is they were able to rest quite a few players today. You know, Van Dijk, Salah, Mane, Thiago, Fabinho, Trent Alexander-Arnold, Robertson were not in the starting eleven, so they they put they put together a lineup, and then a couple of those guys came on late in the late in the match against Benfica. But City, they just played just played like what was an absolute grind of a match. So I don't know. That's that's really the only advantage they got. And then if De Bruyne is out, I would. I would feel a little bit better, but City overall—they're just too too heavyweight, just going at it. I I don't really know, and it's in a neutral site, so it's not like either team's getting the benefit of playing in front of Anfield or uh, the benefit of playing at the Etihad. As yeah, a neutral, not... what what do you? We need your take here. Like I can't—I'm too biased to sit here and, and tell us our listeners what to do. But uh, what do you think about this match? You're not going to give us uh, Liverpool to win by three goals bet here. <laughs> I'm smarter than that, I would hope. Uh, I, I I like the over. I like the over three and a half goals. Like why? Like why is this number right here? We said it. We said it a week ago. It's like why is this? Why are we getting plus 
170 odds and over three and a half goals between these teams. And like it lived up to it. Um, I mean, there's a chance Ruben Diaz comes back. I'm not sure if he's ready to start. It seems a bit extreme, but he was on the bench today. But uh, I don't know how, how much that would mean. But like both those teams got chances in that first meeting. It was back and forth. Uh, you know, Man City probably had better chances, but Definitely. if De Bruyne is out, it, it makes it a, maybe a little more difficult for uh, for Man City just because it just seems like they don't score as many goals when he's not in the team. And yeah, I mean, they, so I guess they probably that, have to move like Ilkay, Ilkay Gonawin like a little higher up the pitch. Or Bernardo's kind of been playing in the holding midfield role too a little bit um, last yeah, like, weekend. So maybe they move him slightly up the pitch to play in that like that 10 area and then bring on somebody else like Fernandinho or something to play in like a holding. Yeah, it just seems like, I don't know, that like Manchester City got kind of a, a slower start to the season because De Bruyne was dealing with his injuries. And then like over the last few months, as he, you know, he's gotten his form and fitness, like they've, they've let been a better team. So that's kind of what, what I'm thinking here. And I mean, it probably, probably doesn't back up. I'm probably just like saying that, yeah, they don't score as much without De Bruyne. But I'm, I mean, I'm sure there's plenty of matches where they've scored five goals without De Bruyne in there. So, you know, what I'm saying probably isn't, isn't a true statement, but uh, it's just. <laughs> well, yeah. And, and of the points that have been dropping, it's been with a healthy Kevin De Bruyne, you know, after January, whereas they right. had that huge lead heading into it. And yeah, this could go a number of ways. I think we're both in agreement on the over three and a half. Like let's continue to ride that. It's been three straight matches with at least four goals, you know, go, five of six in this in this matchup has been, you know, four goals or more. Over three and a half, draw plus 230. Uh, should we do the 2-2 two, two game again, or what are we doing here? It's plus, what are we 11, at the, plus 1,100 for the 2-2 two, two draw. That would make it three straight matches, which seems <laughs> like a big ask, but I, I'd rather go with a little bit safer bet. But, if you you know, if you want to go get a, get a little cheeky, get a little uh, out there, then you go with the 2-2. Two, two. It just seemed like those matches that it just kind of slowed down. Once it became 2-2, two, two, it kind of slowed down a little bit. There's like, <laughs> okay, we're, we're almost okay with like taking this draw. Like that's how I definitely felt in the first one. And like you said, Maris had that a good opportunity late in the match, but I mean, even, even then after the, uh, after Liverpool got that early goal, I, I don't know how many more chances Liverpool got in the second half. It was, it was, it was, it just wasn't the same game in the second half, I don't think. So, but in no. a in a cup match, I think that's a little different because then you're looking at you know an extra thirty minutes and then PKs, so maybe not the same situation. But I still like the over because maybe teams maybe they got to push a little more than they were yeah. in league play. Yeah, definitely. I think uh, Mo Salah will benefit from only playing like thirty on on uh, today here on Wednesday. Well, and then Mane as well. So it'll be. I think they they got to go solid Diaz and. And uh, Monty up front, like that is just like a pressing machine right there. I mean, obviously, you have Diego you think Conte. Diaz starts over Jota? He looked that, today, Actually, he looked phenomenal. Jota I don't know, came I don't, I don't early today. I don't think, I don't think that's gonna happen. I think Jota's yeah, starting. I again. think they still go with him in the middle there, but Diaz is just so fun to watch. Like, not, not necessarily like him on the ball is really fun, but him pressing, it's like all of a sudden he's like 15 yards away, and then like split second later, he's like right on the ball so i don't know to bring him on if they have to bring him on in like 80th minute i think uh that could be a pretty big difference maker 
Yeah. Uh, maybe they'll, that'll be like a three, two winner then, but I mean, we'll always, we're already hitting the over three and a half goals. So yeah, our, our consensus here is the over on three and a half. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors. According to indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. All right. So, yeah, best bet corner. It's... Uh, you can actually just fade my best bets. And I feel like that's, that's 80% success rate. So <laughs> I mean, like, what, like, that's pretty good though. Like the amount of losers I give out in best bets is, is pretty incredible. Uh, I don't have the record down. I stopped keeping track because every, every best bet I was given lost. So, I mean, if I, I assume I'm like 20%, so you turn that around, that's 80%. So that's pretty good. I mean, no, yeah. no one else is doing that. Reverse psychology. You know, we're all about that here on the Kits and Wagers. <laughs> so, so as I said, I'm going this Newcastle-Leicester match. I'm going under two and a half goals at minus 110. Uh, this will likely, it'll likely be, you know, 2-1 in the first half. Uh, first 10 minutes, these teams will probably score a bunch. So this bet won't, won't hit, but I'm going under. You look at Newcastle's. Recent matches here, uh, I think four of the last five, it's been a one-nil result. Uh, they, I don't think they're going to have Ryan Frazier, who's been kind of a spark up front for them. So you got that. They play. It seems they played. You know, when they brought Eddie Howe in, we thought that it'd be a little more up and down kind of thing, but they're you know a little more defensive than we thought. They they're doing pretty solid in the midfield holding things up and Dan Burns been solid on the back line next to Fabian Schar and throw that in there. You got Lester in Netherlands and we're not sure who's going to be their front four. We're not sure what we're not even sure what their back line is going to look like because uh, so last week, Johnny Evans and Wesley Fofana started in uh the Europa Conference League, and then it turned around. Suyunchu and Amarty started in league play, but I'm just taking my chance on that. And that Newcastle kind of struggled to score against everyone. Combine that with Leicester, we don't know who's going to play, and their back line has been better lately because they're actually healthy for the first time all season. And I'm going under, under two and a half goals. I think it's going to be a one nil, one one, two nil type of result. And you know, if if Chris Wood gets a hat trick, then you know the fade fade Adams best bets will hit again. So there you go. This week's Adams best bet is to fade Adam. Got it. <laughs> hey, so I gave out that corner bet last week. Yeah, South how do we Cam- do on the corner bet? 
Southampton had two corners in, I think, the first three minutes, maybe the first five minutes. And then Chelsea got that early goal. And then Southampton gave up. And yeah. they gave up. They stopped playing. <laughs> they didn't have another corner the rest of the match. Southampton, the Southampton finished with two corners. Two. Uh, and they had two in the first five minutes. I, I think it finished with like six corners because Chelsea didn't need corners because they were just scoring goals for fun. Yeah. I had over 10 and a half. You know what? Whatever. So, as I said, fade fade my best bet because the opposite thing happens. That's yeah. All right. What do you got? Wow. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, two two things. We this is kits and wagers, and we didn't discuss our kits yeah. uh, to begin the begin the the uh, um, podcast. But uh, mostly because I got some new gear, um, so I'm here to flex that. Uh, hadn't I hadn't bought a anything new at Liverpool since they won the Premier League a couple of seasons ago. So I, now they're on this night and everything I got is like New Balance or what was former Warrior or Reebok. So I got my first bit of Nike LFC gear here. I to go, yeah, I know I'm kind of sprung for this one. Um, you know, they're like, all right, well, they're playing good enough. I got one title or one one trophy, I should say. Um, so maybe this this one brings a little bit more luck or a lot, lot uh, less luck. But anyways, um, just got a new warm-up top, so I'm excited about it. And uh, you're also I, going to Oregon this week, and that's the yeah. home of Nike, so it kind of yeah. makes sense. Exactly. So I won't be down in Eugene. I won't be down in. I won't be in Phil Knight territory. I might go through it on my um, a little later, but uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, I'll be down there. Beaverton's just outside of uh, Portland, I believe. But uh, otherwise, I think Eugene was or uh, Phil Knight was at Oregon um, as a distance runner. Which, which is really where he started uh, Nike. But, yeah. So anyways. We got first the backstory of... right now. Phil Knight. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So, um, anyways, uh, best bet time. We talked about a bunch of matches. I think four overall here. I'm going to avoid all four of those and go with a different match, and that is the Southampton-Arsenal match. Arsenal oh. coming off. <laughs> I, I, I t- <laughs> the tables have turned here. I, oh, there's no- my gosh. No way. There is no bigger hater on Arsenal and uh, Mikel Arteta earlier in the season than yours truly, but I'm back. I'm back. I'm going to take uh, – they're facing a Southampton side that are just playing terribly. Arsenal, on the other hand, lost a tough one to Brighton last week, but I like what they're doing. Uh, minus – they are minus 105 to win this match. They beat Southampton earlier in the year, 3-0. They, last season, they uh, they split. They won 3-1 and 1-0. Um, they've gotten the better or drawn with uh, Southampton pretty much, you know, the last couple of years here. So I'm going to take them minus 105 to win. And um, yeah, that's that. I I just have to avoid my heart with that city Liverpool game. But if I was to go secondary, I would go the over once more. So you're not scared that Arsenal have looked terrible without Kieran and Tierney and Thomas Party. Well, Tierney has been out for a bit. Partey, on the other hand, I am uh, a little he's bit only scared. been out two matches. He's been out the last two losses. Okay, well, Partey is the, the the biggest one that I'm worried about. But yeah, I don't know. Southampton just got beat six zip, <laughs> six nil, six bird. You know, so I don't, give me give me Arsenal. I love South like South. If I wasn't a stupid Liverpool fan, Southampton would probably be my team here in the Premier League. But I just don't know. I, don't know, I just I just like Arsenal in this match. I think they bounce back. They, plus, Arsenal have to win this game. That, that was the other thing yeah. I was going to say. They have, like, such a tough schedule coming up here. They've got Southampton, uh, let's see, this weekend, and then they 
travel to Chelsea, Chelsea, and then they've Man got United. Manchester United, and yeah. then they've got West Ham United, and then they've got Leeds United. So I mean, a lot of United two, teams right there. They've got three United teams against yeah. them. Like that's it's tough. They're all United against Arsenal, and they, you know, yeah. So I don't know. It's a, a risky one, but minus one five. Let's roll with it. But, so uh, yeah, that's where I'm at. I was actually looking at this earlier with Southampton because I was thinking about taking Southampton winner draw and because I, I think that's plus odds there. But um, could be, the thing I was looking at was Southampton have almost every season, they have these terrible matches where they allow – last season I think they allowed nine goals. The season before that it was eight goals. Like they have these random matches where it's like they fall apart for whatever reason. Last – Last week it was like they allowed one goal and then I don't know they stopped playing. I, for some reason this happens once a season, and I thought maybe they they turn things around in the in the next match, but it turns out they lost the next matches. So that's kind of so that's going in favor of your bet. Um, okay, was yeah. it was it Southampton or Leicester that lost to Manchester United like nine nothing uh, last season? Southampton lost to. Leicester nine nothing. Oh, okay, okay. I, okay. I think okay. I, I think that's it. the one. Okay, and then two years ago, I think it was Southampton against Manchester United. Okay, if I'm not mistaken here. So, all right. Well, just like a, a really really roundabout way to say that you know, South Arsenal <laughs> that <might be> Arsenal <laughs> makes sense to win. Yeah, yeah. I, appreciate, I appreciate that support. Sorry, it was Manchester United last season. Maybe it was Leicester two seasons ago. Okay. All right, well, Arsenal minus 105 is where I'm at. That's my best bet. I'm riding a two-week heater right now. I took Leicester double chance two weeks before that, and then I took the double ch- or the double chance last week again. So I'm getting off the double chance train this week, but uh, we're feeling sort of confident. Yeah. So take Arsenal to win for Chris, and then you got to fade my under bet. So take yep. Newcastle Leicester over. over. Over, yes. Okay. Um, me and the opposite, on the end, to go along with that, you might as well just pick some goal scores. So, I don't know, what do we want? Chris Wood uh, hey, to score. Tiedemann, man. Madison. Docker, Ianacho to score. One of those guys to score. I mean, no, Dewsbury Hall, why not? Like, take, I'm on Allen St. Maxman. There's probably going to be four or five goals in this match. I, I think it's almost guaranteed if this is because under is my best bet. It, it, it's going to happen, so... All right, well, yeah, let's go over, and I'm quickly going to tell you before we finish up this beautiful podcast that you should take Allen St. Maximin at plus 185 okay. to score. Uh, I like I like John Joe Shelby at plus 350 better. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fair enough. All right, on that note, John Joe Shelby, plus 350 to score. This is Ben Kitts and Wagers. Oh, I'm wearing IX just uh, for Champions League. Shout out to IX who who lost to Benfica, who lost to Liverpool in Champions League. Just throwing that out there. Also, possibly, or what's looking like Manchester United's future coach, uh, Eric yeah. Ten Hag. So we got that in there. And, yeah, that's all we got. 40-minute show just talking about everything. You know, the late night Kitts and Wagers. Both work at Rotowire. Chris, you're at C H R O N eight at Twitter. I am at Roto's Drake. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Like, subscribe, go to YouTube, give a thumbs up, do all that good stuff. Chris, 
Thanks for joining me. Maybe we'll see you early next week to talk about some midweek matches. Maybe not. We'll see what happens. But either way, we'll see you next week at some point. Thanks, Adam. Enjoy the weekend. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.